and their goal seems to be that they want to complete numerical preparations that they have begun this autumn school. Through some culture, with some tribes, they're only able to count the eggs once. So they're, they're hungry that time. But might there be more? Might there be something beyond just tradition, beyond just honoring this beloved teacher and friend of theirs? Could it be that these neighbors hope beyond hope that Christ's words about rising on the third day would actually be true? Most recently, he even mentioned it to his disciples in the upper room that night. Jesus was only hinting at what would happen on that third day. Now, of course, a lot of talk has happened since. Soon after that, when the old Jesus was arrested while he was praying in the garden, he was rapidly tried, convicted, and finally stabbed to death. arrive and they find it's this great earthquake, a, a, a shaking of the ground. Matthew tells us that this was connected with the, the angel of the Lord coming down, rolling back the stone that closes the doorway into the tomb. And the two Marys arrive and find the angel sitting in silence, You might imagine the scene to be different. You might think, well, there's going to be chaos. I mean, there's been an earthquake. Of course, what happened to battle? After all, Matthew told us in chapter 27 that there was always a host of angels, soldiers whose job was to make sure that no one could pull a trick. No one could come in the night and, and roll back the stone and take Jesus back. And chapter 4 continues with the relates that these guards, far from waging battle, far from standing there and heaping the stone and being melted, no, they're, they're, they're stunned, they're incapacitated. Their power is nothing compared to yours. And yet they feel the Christ of whom they gladly accept tells them to not be afraid. And what's more, the angel knows of their desire to honor Jesus. And everything that comes or goes is actually a sign to Jesus that they're safe here. Now the ladies are given a meal. And it's, it's twofold. First, they're invited to see where Jesus is. To, to look, to, to go in, to, to verify Witness report here is his time to have a meal with the other three that are there. Chapter 
His defeat of your sin and mine required not only his sacrifice on the cross of Christ, but that it also brings hope for all who believe, hope for new life, for being saved in eternity in a place of no one. Christian this morning, in the way that you comfortable and you Thank you. 
I'm concerned, actually, about whether people are going to believe them or not. on the way to tell these disciples that they come across something other than Jesus himself, the resurrected Lord. The disciples were thinking in Galilee, but who is the Lord? These ladies have the privilege of seeing him right in front of them. Jesus meets them and greets them. And Thomas paused and he looked at them as Tell those guys who are hiding away in fear, who ran away from me, that you stand by me as well. So you might want to go tell them. What are you trying to tell me that, that we might find Jesus? Again, that's something for the new one. The first has to have to do with the emotions of these ladies. We read in verse 8 that they had both fear and great joy. something that they had dared to hope had actually happened. It was a fear. Something that is the very definition of miraculous. This Jesus that they had talked with and talked with and had his name come and done life Overwhelming response is fear. All of a 
And he gets his audience. And what does Job do? He says, it's because you're tempting God. And so he concludes the sentence with another sentence. And God says, uh-uh, you're not getting out that easily. You're going to stand up and eat. He's the God of the universe. The antidote, I think, to our very selfishness and individualistic sort of fear of
Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Think of the church already. These very men who denied him in time of trouble and trial, who might think that he'd be angry, but he was poisoned. He would want nothing more than God and over here and the devil's over there and there's this problem and stuff. There's no struggle. There's, you've read the book of Revelation, right? You, you kind of get near the end and you see this big battle. It's not even a battle. Jesus opens his mouth and the devil is whipped clear. There is no comparison to the God we your sins today, your imperfections, your ways in which you think, I'm not good enough for God. It is too good to be true for my life. And that is what we are called to live in our faith. It's a choice that children are making in the world. When we sin, we're tempted to think that he pulls his grace from us. Could be further from the truth. It's like the parable of the good shepherd going after the ones who he has gone astray. The loving father who sees his prodigal son from far off. What does he do? He doesn't do what we do. He just sends the goat away. He doesn't mess with the shepherd. Get lost. He's got power because he's running. when they had assembled with the elders and taken counsel, they gave a 